0: can hear you! Right, oh. What you are about to witness through the sounds coming from your device is one of the greatest podcasts your ears will ever hear. One man took it upon himself to create a platform dedicated to all mankind. His vision was to accomplish the inevitable, a place where pointless opinions reign supreme. And can be expressed for the entertainment of others. So sit back as you engulf on a journey one that you have never experienced before.
1: Welcome to
0: the Qua. Welcome back to the Qua podcast, ladies and gentlemen. What you just heard. It's just a little intro that I decided to put together just for fun. Hope it didn't blare out your car speakers or your uh, stereo at home or in your office. But uh, I decided to just have a little fun with it. Uh, and uh, that's what it sounded like. So I'm hoping you guys enjoyed that. But again, uh, welcome to the quote Podcast again. my My name is Matt Jacobs and I am your host. And today I have a special friend with me. Another coworker of mine, tell us who you are.
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Klaus Lawis. and uh, yes, I am Matt's coworker. That's right. <laughs> tell us where you're from. Where are you from? San Francisco, California. Ooh, San Francisco, yeah, all the way town. from the other side of the country.
0: <laughs> that is right. <laughs> One of the craziest coronavirus areas. <laughs> yep. But you haven't been there in a while, have you? No. So we got nothing to worry about. <laughs> All right. So um, tell us what is there to do in California. What's the average temperature where you're in from San in San Fran?
1: Um, It stays between 50 and 70. Wow. All year round. You'll probably, I mean, there'll be some days we'll probably hit 75, 80, but. Yeah, usually 70, seventy is like perfect. It's perfect weather, weather. but it's always foggy over there. Um,
0: like how 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 fog? Like it's this morning fog. was foggy. Yeah, I mean I couldn't see past like fifty feet in front of me.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I mean it's not. It never. I, I mean there there might be some times where it goes to zero visibility, but. Ooh um
0: people are probably still going 80 miles an hour
1: (laughs) (laughs) no no you'd be surprised they drive pretty slow out there really oh (laughs) that's probably where
0: there's traffic then yeah (laughs) that's crazy so san fran um california so what uh i think I i asked you last time what's uh so what's the places out there that's not over here on the east coast Places to eat
1: yeah in-N-Out Burger. Oh, okay. <laughs> I miss it. <laughs> That's crazy. So I think in
0: Walmart, they, mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but it's... No, you know what? I think they have White Castle burgers. Yeah. In like the freezer yeah. area, but not, not In-N-Out. I don't
1: burgers. think In-N-Out sells frozen products yet. No. I don't think they're go- ever going to. What makes
0: it so good?
1: I, you know, I mean, it, like any other fast food restaurant, they have their ways of cooking their own things. I mean, they probably use different oil. Yeah? Is it That's like a, spice? It's yeah. I'm pretty sure they use their own spices. Uh, They whip their own recipes up. Um, I I know for certain that they use different cooking oil for you know the French fries. Um, Wow, that's crazy. I I I haven't had it. I think what I've heard is they use peanut oil. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Peanut oil. Huh. So. uh, But I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not certain though. You know. No. So. Let me ask you this. How did you feel about the Super Bowl?
1: <laughs> oh my god, don't even go there, Jake. Um
0: <laughs> it hurt, you, didn't it? You
1: know it did. You know, I'm a am a big 49er fan since, you know, Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. Um and you know, we were that cl- we, were, we were that close, you know, to to win it, but 49er defense gave up after that Tarvarius Moore interception. Mm. You know, they started celebrating down at the end zone, and they let go. And I
0: felt bad because you mm. so gracefully invited mm. me over to your house. Oh, yeah. And you made some epic food. Oh, you know it. And yet, <laughs> I was just a terrible friend, and I voted. I'm sorry. I rooted against the 49ers. It's all right. <laughs> but I had a legitimate reason, though, and you know that. Their coach is Andy <laughs> Reid, and he was our coach in the Philadelphia he never had a Super Bowl. He's a good coach, and he deserved one. He does. It's just, you know, it. They had to get it uh, and sacrifice your well-being, mm-hmm. pretty much. And uh, mm-hmm. I felt bad because I had little drinks in me, and I was excited, and I was screaming, and you were depressed, and I was drunk. You and probably depressed. wanted to kick me out, and I get it. <laughs> no, I, I truly.
1: No, get I it. had I had fun. I had with all you with all you guys there. It was, it was fun. I had, I had a blast.
0: Yeah, it was it was a good party. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. But we're not going to talk about sports today. Um, we're going to go back to some movies. Um, I know people. Yeah. a lot of people have common movies um, rather than sports, so people like movies. But I do want to give a couple shout-outs uh, to some new followers and subscribers that I know of. Um, I got five new ones coming down the list. My Uncle Justin, uh, I talked to him. He is the creator of Enter.net. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Uh, it's a website that you can create your own. Uh, I think it's domain. Uh, on the internet and uh, what his company does is they kind of uh, create the website with you uh, work with you and then they maintain it uh, to, to update whatever you want to update uh, make it all fancy and pretty uh, as much as you can and they're masters at their craft so uh, Uncle Justin thanks again for uh, uh, listening in uh, my boy Freddie Koch told me he liked and followed uh, he's going to be on uh, probably tomorrow hopefully uh, before he bounces out of the Marine Corps, but uh, he helped me uh, establish the uh, club and we'll talk about the origin of the club uh, when he comes on uh, my aunt Barb. I want to thank her. Uh, she told me that she's listening in. So thank you again. Uh, Kyle Lowry. Uh, he's a guy that I, uh, I met way back when used to do some Bible studies with him. He's a great guy. Uh, he he also said he's listening. in, so I want to thank you again for Kyle. And last but not least, my sister-in-law, Cassie, uh, I want to tell you a little bit about Cassie. Uh, she helped me uh, get my role in Glass, in the movie Glass. Nice. Um, she yep. She found uh, she found the agency, and she told me about it. And I looked it up, and there's a long story to that. I'll, I'll get into it in another podcast on how I mm-hmm. kind of got into the acting biz. But I really uh, respect and love her and thank her for everything that she did. And uh, anytime time I get an acceptance speech from, you know, Golden Globes, or you know SAG Awards, or any type of those, she's she's gonna be one I'm gonna thank for sure. Nice, along with my wife, and God, indeed, and, can't and all, the, them. All, all the other ones. <laughs> you so, can't forget them. <laughs> yeah, but today uh, we're gonna do another top five. Um, and it's not gonna be about uh, movies or uh, acting, but it's gonna be from what my uh, what I like is my our top five deaths. Or sacrifices in movies that really made a movie epic. Alright, and uh, I want to hear your five. Uh, and then we're going to go to my five. We're going to start from five. We're going to go up to one. And then uh, we're going to kind of elaborate uh, the movie. Uh, what, what we like about it. And uh, what made the death and sacrifice so uh, awesome. But just to let you know, uh, if you don't want listen anymore, there will be spoilers coming through. So uh, if you haven't seen the movie... Once we get to that movie uh, and you want to see the movie, just skip a couple minutes till the next one. Uh, and hopefully we don't ruin it for you. But uh, if you have seen it, it's kind of like our explanation of why we liked it. Mm. So, again, spoilers coming up. Uh, so don't get too mad at us. But uh, we're going to start with number five. What is your number five epic death in cinema?
1: Lion King. Mufasa's Ooh. death. That was a really good movie. I'm really into, you know, Disney Pixar films.
0: Oh yeah, I was a Disney fan, and hardcore.
1: That, that, no lie, that got me teary eyed when, when he when Mufasa died. I mean, I was just a kid when I watched that too.
0: Yeah, and the yeah. and the music, mm. oh, that music just made it crazy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and then uh, that's funny because I was looking at people who are talking about the the live action. It's like, are you kidding me? Now I get to see a live action of mufasa dying yeah and it's just it's sad did you see the live action oh yeah
1: i did and it it turned out really great i mean i loved the movie
0: so what i understand is a lot of people didn't like it um but it literally almost matched the original one i mean to the almost to the t they got rid of the uh be prepared that uh uh, scar sings which yeah i was sad about i don't know why they got rid of that um and then uh but I did like that they kept James Earl Jones' voice as Mufasa because he's just mm-hmm. legendary when it comes to that. I
1: mean, his voice is really distinct. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it, I,
0: I'm I'm really surprised and upset that they didn't keep Jeremy Irons's voice as Scar Yeah, because his voice was intense. And I like the way that he just has that gurgly, deep, dark voice. Yeah. And I'm sad that they didn't keep him. I mean, uh, I forget who did. I think it was Idris Elba. I could be wrong, uh, who did the voice of Scar uh and he did good. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bashing him in any way. But Jeremy Irons was just legendary, and I was sad. But people were upset about it, and I'm like, what are you upset about? The the movie's almost identical to the original. Yeah, you can't get mad at that. Yeah, like, why? Because you saw what was mm-hmm. coming next.
1: I mean, I think people are mad because it's not the original. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, people they, weren't
0: that mad on the Beauty and the Beast and all the other ones.
1: Yeah, but you know, people have their preferences. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't
0: know. Oh whatever, but I did like uh Seth Rogen as uh, uh Pumbaa. Oh, Yeah. That was funny. And they did uh they broke the fourth wall mm. uh in movie, which is kind of cool. Uh if you don't know what breaking the fourth wall is, uh it's basically uh when somebody in the movie either like looks at the camera directly as if they were uh talking to you as the audience or they reference another movie. Because obviously when you do movies it's not supposed to reflect off of uh um other things. And mm-hmm. uh when uh they were trying to uh try to get rid of the hyenas when they came back to the Pride Rock, uh they sang uh one of the Beauty and Beast songs, which was pretty cool. If you <laughs> if you haven't seen it, check it out on YouTube. It's pretty uh pretty laughable. Um but yeah, he th- that's a good movie. Yep. Not gonna lie, you can't Indeed. you can't go wrong with Lion King. Uh it's it's that was definitely a sad sad death it was for sure especially with little kids (laughs) but i'm gonna stick with my number five i'm actually gonna stick with uh um disney pixar area Mm -hmm. and uh mine's gonna be from the movie inside out
1: Mm, bing bong yep bing bong
0: that's right (laughs) yeah Yeah. so (laughs) if you haven't seen inside up it's really cool it's about a movie where this uh little girl named riley she's got basically five emotions in her head and each emotion is you know represented as a character there's joy there's uh fear disgust, anger, and sadness, and each of them kind of like will take control of her emotions at one point in time, you know, and then they kind of, but Joy basically uh, leaves somehow, and by leaving uh, Riley, uh, she starts losing happiness, and uh, she gets uh, uh, sad a lot, and so uh, Joy basically finds her imaginary friend, Bing Bong, um, who helped her through her childhood and with all the happiness, and they get stuck down in, like, this pit, um, basically, and it's keeping them away from getting back to Riley and mm-hmm. getting her back to being happy again. So they find they find their, this imaginary um, wagon that they created as a kid, Bing Bong and Riley, and uh, basically they sang this song. And when they sang this song, it would kind of create these, like, rainbow uh, engine flares or whatever. And he thought that if they gained enough speed, they mm-hmm. could get up off the uh, – out of the canyon and then back on you know, the, the the flat surface so that way they could go back to Riley. Mm-hmm. Well, Bing Bong started to realize that uh, the weight between him and Joy couldn't make it you because know, they kept trying numerous times. So the very last time they started singing, the louder they sang, the faster it got. And then when it went off the ramp, Bing Bong jumped off and Joy didn't realize. And uh, when she got to the top, she was all excited or whatever, mm-hmm. and she turned around to see where Bing Bong was, and he wasn't there. So she looks down at the cliff and the mm-hmm. canyon. She sees Bing Bong still down there. And, you know, she's like, what are you doing? And he basically was like, I knew we wouldn't make it if it was just us. And then mm-hmm. he just slowly starts to disappear. Sacrificed. And he says, you know, Joy, take her to the moon for me, okay? And he just slowly disappears. And it was sad. It was. Especially for a
1: you, Pixar Disney movie. They know how to get you, you know. Yeah. They, I mean, they... he's imagining. He's <laughs> yeah. not even
0: real. But you as I'm 30 years old and I'm like, dang. Mm -hmm. that was so sad like oh man so i mean
1: that that movie in itself was clever you know having all the the emotions being controlled up in a control box yeah (laughs) for sure you you know and everybody having their part it's crazy you know it's it just shows you how disney really interacts with not not only children, but to everybody.
0: Yeah, and the emotions. And if sure.
1: if you really got a good imagination, you you you'd really appreciate movies like that. And yeah. I I did. I lo- I love I, I love Pixar and <laughs> Disney films. <Yeah>. So <laughs> sometimes they're good. I was trying
0: to figure out where the first death was in Disney, um, oh. and I think it was Tarzan, where the guy uh, they showed a silhouette of the guy being hung in the background from the vines. And I think that was the very first time. And me as a kid, I was like, "Whoa, did he just <laughs> die?" You know, because normally when they die, mm-hmm. you don't see yeah the death, so to speak. Um, yeah, but yeah, he uh, he definitely was uh, a big moment there. So uh, that was that, that was a good number five, uh, especially oh, yeah. for both of us. Uh, you know, people don't expect a Pixar or Disney movie to mm-hmm. be you know people's top five when it comes to deaths. But uh, hit me with your number four. Uh, Epic death um, in uh, cinema history.
1: So we're gonna stick with Disney right now. Oh, okay. I got another one. It's uh, the movie Up. Ooh, okay. I mean, elaborate. You, I mean, so when you're really just watching film, you don't really see words mm-hmm. in in the scenes where um, the old man's wife passes away.
0: Oh, in the beginning.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you just you just see clips of them, you know, spending time, you just you know, them growing old together. I mean, yeah. I I think I saw parts where they actually lost their baby. Mm. I don't know if you remember. No, I don't. They 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 went to the doc. They went to the doctors. She had a baby. What? Well, I think yeah, I think she was she was uh, a couple months pregnant, and then in the middle of the pregnancy, she lost the baby. Wow, mind I you, th- that. this is not. There's no words spoken in. in yeah, it's these just music. Yeah, it's just just pure music. So you really got to watch it. Um, so, yeah, that 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 got me. It was because, sad. You know, that's a woman who's pregnant halfway through. Pre- I mean, that's, in all, just. <laughs> yeah, you that, see why he was
0: grumpy too. Oh yeah, <laughs> and why he wanted to take his house because oh yeah. <laughs> you know his house was the only thing that uh, mattered to him mm-hmm. right at that point.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah. That that was a That sad. was Pixar? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was Pixar, right? That's it wasn't Pixar. Dreamworks. It's Pixar. Pixar. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's yeah.
1: Yeah, that movie up. I love that movie. Good choice. But that was that 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 really got me and my wife tearied up. <laughs> yeah.
0: So my number four, I'm getting off of the kid version, going more towards the horror, is a quiet place.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh I think the second one's coming out. Um but the yeah, first one. Wait. Yeah. So, A Quiet Place, for you guys (laughs) who don't know, uh, is basically a a city run by these, like, alien things and any type of noise. Now, they're blind. So, any type of noise, uh, they draw towards the noise, and then they basically destroy or rip up or eat any human that made that noise. Um, So, this family of four, uh, you know, turned into five. Um, Actually, I think it was six at the beginning, too. So... Uh, basically, this family uh, created this whole world where they, you know, put salt on the ground to keep them from, you know, crackling the leaves, and they mm-hmm. walked from one place to another, and so on and so forth. They learned sign language to communicate to each other. But basically, there's a situation uh, where the uh, the kids are away from the dad and the mom, and the mom's giving getting labor by herself in mm-hmm. the house, uh, and the two kids are stuck inside of an abandoned truck. And uh, something went off. I don't remember uh, made a noise, and one of the creature aliens were destroying the uh, truck that they were in, and they were eventually going to you know basically die uh, because of it. And the dad noticed and he saw you know that they had no chance of you know coming out of it, and he didn't have a gun or anything. They had nothing. And so basically what he did is he made eye contact with his little girl. Uh, His little girl kind of shook her head like, no, dad, don't. Mm. And basically he just started to scream. And by starting to scream, as long as there was a noise louder than a different noise, they drew towards the larger noise. And he just started screaming. And the alien heard the scream, left the two kids, and just completely demolished the dad. Yeah. And then the kids were able to escape going back to mom. but that was a very tragic and epic death that was a good sacrifice i mean i don't if if, I, if i'm for me i would sacrifice myself for my little boy you know yeah. so i totally get uh where you come from mm-hmm. hopefully there's not a moment in time <laughs> where there's an alien coming after my five-year-old boy <laughs> that i have to put myself in that situation but i get it and i understood it and uh that that tragic death definitely made that movie uh Oh, one of the moments in that movie, uh pretty sad and tragic but epic, all yeah. in the, all encompassing. So yeah. that was my number four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We we went from an imaginary Pixar <laughs> Bing Bong yeah. to an alien totally <laughs> destroying and decapitating yeah. a father. <laughs> so uh let's go to number three. Let's see what your number three is. Um and uh yeah.
1: A walk to remember. Mm. mm.
0: I sad to say I have not seen you that.
1: You haven't seen that? Well
0: I've seen a lot of chick flicks. I don't
1: think I should spoil this for you though. I know what you're gonna <laughs> go with. I do. Um,
0: but uh go ahead. Again they all know it's a spoiler, so
1: but Well it's basically this uh woman, she she's um I think diagnosed with leukemia. Mm. And uh she falls in love with this boy. Uh that this boy is he, he, I think back in, I think his high school, he's just a big jerk, you know. He's an asshole, and he, he's just putting up a front just because he's hanging out with some cool kids, quote-unquote. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to fit in. And um, I, don't, I I guess, I, I don't really remember the movie, but um, they, they fall in love somehow, and he you know he starts to realize uh the true person that he is mm. and um so yeah he falls in love with her and then over time uh you know the leukemia starts building and building and building and she passes yeah and uh he realizes what you know how it, how it is losing a person uh, that he loves so much, you know, yeah. and and how to become a better person, you know, just after his high school days, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so she made him a better person. And yeah. Through her death, he, mm-hmm. he, he realized uh, everything he was uh, yeah. losing and stuff. Yeah. Mm, that's good. So uh, my number three is a Will Smith movie, and it's not Pursuit of Happiness because I don't think anyone died. But it's uh, Seven Pounds. Mm. Have you seen it?
1: Yep, I've seen that movie.
0: So Seven Pounds is a is a sad movie, and the opening scene kind of gives it away for the most part. Um, but he makes a mistake uh, when he drives, and he accidentally kills seven people, and he can't live with himself uh, because of the mistake that he made. I, I, basically, I'm guessing he was, like, texting or whatever. He looked down and caused a crash that killed 7 people. And so, uh he couldn't live with himself for the mistake that he made. So, to make amends to himself, he felt like he had to um help out seven other people mm. in uh in in the world to kind of uh make up for the the loss of life that he had. And so, basically what he does is he finds seven people who have some type of disability, whether they're blind, whether they need a heart transplant, uh, whether they need uh, all sorts of things when it comes to the organs or whatever. And he follows them and he kind of researches them and makes sure that they are a good person and that they deserve what he's about to give them. And long story short, he commits suicide uh, so that his organs can be given to these seven people that deserve it. Uh, And he felt like that's kind of a way to give up what he... uh, made other people lose with those seven people they killed. And so, you know, he gave – once he died, his his eyes went to a blind man mm-hmm. who was now be able to see, but what's crazy and what's made the movie great is he fell in love with the girl that he was going to give his heart to mm. uh, as a heart transplant. She was slowly dying, awaiting uh, some t- – time I believe it was a heart transplant. Don't get me wrong if I'm wrong.
1: No, it was. Yeah. I think it was. And
0: so he fell in love with her, you know, but he was doing it just to make sure that she was a good person. And so basically – that's what made the story great is, you know, she falls asleep one night, uh he tells his best friend like do what you promised you would have me do, um you know, once once I uh kill myself like make sure this stuff happens and you know, the end scene she wakes up, she you know, she goes to the hospital, she has a heart mm. and then she finally realizes that the heart that she got was the person that she fell in love with, which was Will Smith and um you know she meets the the guy who will gave his eyes to and mm. she kind of you know sees him through his eyes and they kind of embrace and stuff like that it's a really cool story Um, but the seven pounds is basically the seven organs that he donates mm. you know is equivalent to seven pounds and uh it was really cool uh really sad it's one of those movies where you watch it once and you're like i'm good you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. it was really good yeah but, like, who wants to watch a sad movie, like, over and over and over mm. again? Like, it's, <laughs> it wasn't a happy ending, so to speak. I mean, it was for certain people, you know, like the girl who stayed alive because of it. But the main character dies, you know? Yeah. And there's not a lot of movies where the main character dies and you're, you you want to just keep watching the movie mm. over and over again. So that was my number three. I really liked that. Uh, hit me with your number two.
1: Avengers. Ooh. endgame. game.
0: That is my number two as well. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, why why in game? Go ahead.
1: So, I love Iron Man. <laughs> you Who know doesn't? what I mean? I freaking I, I bought his action figures. You know I have. What a nerd! Comic books, <laughs> old comic books, which I no longer have. But oh. yeah, I love Iron Man. You know, I just that that was my guy. <laughs> so what happens? Hit, hit, that, hit that spoiler. Well, what man, what, what went on? At the end, he uh, he gave the ultimate sacrifice to save his friends. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, it was cool. Uh, the second one, what was the second one called?
1: Uh, I forgot. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, Age of Ultron. No,
0: no, no, I don't remember what it was. But this, the one before that, um, <laughs> it's funny. Endgame is so epic that people mm-hmm. can't even remember the one before that, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I think, if I recall now, it has it, it's amassed the most uh, mm. money. Um, it bypassed Avatar, oh, uh, wow. but there I think they are at like two point four billion. Oh wow, that's crazy. That is that's. I, crazy. I if they put it back in theater right now, they'll still make more money. Mm. You know what I mean? Put it on three D and stuff like that. It's crazy. It's collectible man. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it was crazy how uh, Doctor Strange, you know, kind of foresaw all the um, all the epic uh, situations that could possibly happen for them to win. Mm. And it was like however many million or whatever, and then Iron Man was like, "And how many? How many do we win?" Mm. And then he was like, "One." <laughs> and then later on in the movie, um, either that one or Endgame, where you know he asks like, "You know what happens? How? Mm. How does it happen?" You know, and Doctor Strange knows that Iron Man has to die for it to happen, mm-hmm. and so he basically just says, "If I tell you, it's not going to happen." Yeah, you know, because if you tell someone like you're going to die, it's going to be hard for them to be like. All right. Uh, yeah, well, I exactly. don't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's find a different way. You know, and then if he found a different way, it wouldn't work. So it was. Uh, yeah. Those are one of the. That was an epic uh, scene where he, yeah, where uh, Thanos grabs the, you know, the six, uh, six stones again. Mm-hmm. You know, and thinks he's got it, and then he does his whole like, I am inevitable. He <laughs> yeah. snaps his finger, and nothing happens. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you see Iron Man have all six. You know. And then he does this whole, mm-hmm. and I am Iron Man. <laughs> and then he stabs his finger, and then everything goes back to normal for the most part. But you know, Iron Man's soul and body couldn't handle the, a mass but, uh, power yeah. that, that that came with. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, he passed away. And yeah, that sucked. There is no more of Iron Man, in <laughs> any more any more Marvel movies. Yeah, it's such sad. But I think if anyone you know, he would be the one to go out. You know, yeah. I, I couldn't see any other. I mean, he is the main character, right? Mm-hmm. I got it. it wouldn't be Captain America, right? No, I, mean, I would I would say it was Iron Man. Yeah. So that was that was kind of cool. So I mean, both of our number twos are the same. So there's no point in me uh, continuing to reiterate what I've been saying mm-hmm. with you. But let's hit you or let's hit them with your number one uh, best epic sacrifice mm-hmm. or death in movie cinema history.
1: My number one is Independence Day. All right. When uh what's his name? Russell Casey? Is it his name?
0: I don't know. I don't know. How it I I'm I'm scared to say that I probably haven't seen it.
1: What? <laughs> Get out of here, Jake. <laughs> uh
0: if I have I don't remember any of Day. it.
1: The big UFO ship. Yeah, maybe I have to and then he I'm f- sad. I'm he so sad. Fighter jet F sixteen into the butthole of the UFO. No, nope. I guess
0: Nothing I are gonna go about. watch that tonight.
1: You better go watch it, man. Wow, it, dude, he made the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, he went up all up in that mother. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse my language. <laughs> yeah, wow. And the, bleep to that save out. the world, huh? Yeah, hey, I'll bleep <laughs> yeah, that out.
0: Yeah. To wow, no, I, yeah. I haven't seen that's. Man, for it to be your number one and I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm you better
1: gonna, go watch it. You're going to know I'm gonna what I'm go talking He's My Soul. about. Yeah. It's a um, good movie, man. I'm it's so old sorry. movies back in 1991,
0: I think. Yeah, so I, I was talking to Dre uh, a couple podcasts ago. It's hard for me. Oh, no, I was talking to Joey. It's hard for me to watch movies before 2000. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Well, I should say I know why. Unless I watched it as a kid, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to go back and see, like, the poor CGI, mm. the bad acting—like, there's just not good ones. So it's hard for me to like look past and go, "Hey, mm. you know what? It's before 2000. Get over it and just watch the storyline." Mm. And it for me, it's just—it's too distracting. So it really has to be really good for me to to go after it and mm. rewatch it, or you know, watch it brand new and go, "Man, I really like it." Because um, you're a Disney fan. Did you ever watch uh, like Pete's Dragon or no. like Bedknobs and Broomsticks? No. Mm, okay yeah have you seen the new pete's dragon no no really okay so go back and watch disney's pete's dragon it's really cool it's a guy who it's a kid who finds this imaginary dragon mm. i'm sorry not imagine a real dragon but he could turn invisible mm. and they're like best friends or whatever well somebody finds out that there's a, a dragon and then he tries to the bad guys try to kidnap him mm. you know to steal the dragon to make profit and money off of it whatever uh it's a really good story but you know, I'm like, man, I really love that movie, and I really love Ben Hobbs and Broomsticks. And then I go back and I watch it, and I go, wow, this is not good. Like the <laughs> acting is terrible, <laughs> the scenes are atrocious. You know, but as a kid, it was awesome to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's same thing with going back to video games. Like, what video game? Were you a video game guy mm-hmm. as a kid? So, what video games did you play as a child? Like, Super what was your Mario Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Okay, that's that's the <laughs> yeah. standard. But did you ever play like any RPG games?
1: Mm. Like Zelda. On Xbox,
0: Kingdom Hearts, which was my go-to. No, I
1: didn't know. Really so good? I started
0: off with, uh, it was called Banjo-Kazooie, mm. which is funny. Uh you look at it, uh, you collect like puzzle pieces and stuff like that. It's really <laughs> dumb, but I loved it as a kid. And yeah. then I went to like Zelda Ocarina of Time, mm-hmm. which was also awesome. And I wasted my <laughs> money getting a cheat book so I could figure <laughs> out how to get through it quickly because <laughs> I was terrible at it. Yeah. And then, you know, from that I went to Kingdom Hearts, which was awesome as well well if you google back to watching looking at banjo kazooie and Mm. zelda it's bad i mean the pixels are just terrible Mm. but i loved it as a kid so it's it's the same comparison with me when it comes to movies is it looked great then Mm. but to try to go back and rewatch it or watch a new one it's a totally different story so i'll try to watch independence day um but my number one actually is is close to the that time frame um and i watched it as a kid but Mm. it's really good uh, but my number one is Armageddon. Mm. And if you have never seen Armageddon, ladies and gentlemen, it is one of the greatest classic movies yeah, ever. I mean, it movie. ranks with, like, remember the Titans? It ranks with, like, Hook with Ron Williams. It is an awesome movie. And if you have never seen it, go see it. It's got Bruce Willis in it. It's mm. got Ben Affleck in it. It's got Billy Bob Thornton in it. It's got Owen Wilson in it. It's got... um. Liv Tyler in it. Mm-hmm. It's got so many. Uh, it's got that big black guy that uh, died. Uh, Jack, dude. Uh, I can't. I can't remember his name. He was. Uh, he was in like Bullseye, Daredevil, and stuff like that. I don't remember his I, name. Yeah. But uh, he was a great actor. Uh, he. He's in it. It's just an amazing movie. And I mean, I. I, I mean, I'm not. There's really not much to spoil, but uh, I'm gonna give a lot of it away. Uh, But if you haven't seen it, stop, stop this podcast and go watch it or skip like the next three or four minutes. But (laughs) (laughs) this movie um, is basically like a asteroid that's going to come and hit Earth within the next like six days Mm -hmm. and completely like it's like an extinction level uh, catastrophic event. And basically what they have to do is they got to drill an 800 foot hole in the center of that asteroid Drop a nuke bomb and then leave and detonate it where it'll split the the asteroid in half. And then, as long as it doesn't pass that uh, zero barrier, it'll uh, explode, and it'll uh um it'll you know uh the two parts will go uh past Earth and nothing will hit it mm-hmm. besides minor you know meteors. So um basically the NASA recruits Bruce Willis who's like the best at his job when it comes to uh, oil drilling and you know he's like I'll only do this if I take my team so then he takes his team of like eight and uh, (laughs) don't worry I'll I'll take that out (laughs) I'll get you I'll get you next Uh, (laughs) so basically what this team is is it they he takes his team but they're not astronauts right so they have to train them as best as they can to become Mm -hmm. astronauts to get them up into space to get this drilling uh, down. And uh, basically there's just a lot of chaos that happens. All their drills uh, get broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, their armadillo uh, gets busted. And they're like, oh, man, like, I, like it's not going to happen. And basically what happens is uh, the present down earth is like there's too much time going by. Uh, you were supposed to already be at like 400 feet drilling and you're only at like 50 feet. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't trust it. So they uh, set off – the. they start um, setting on the nuke as the nuke starts, you know, counting down and bruce and them are looking at and going uh why is the new counting down and you know one of the guys who was like talking with the president was like "Uh, we don't believe that you can make that drill uh hole and so we're we're just gonna get off the rock now and explode it and bruce is like no no i got men out there who are are still out there who can't get back to the ship like that's not happening and i promise you i can make 800 feet and so basically you know they the guy you know overrides the president's orders and they cut the wire to, to make it, um, last at, uh, only like two seconds left before it goes off. Right. So they make 800 feet, uh, through series of events, but the, uh, remote detonator, uh, is broken
1: oh god so basically (laughs) have you ever seen this yeah i've seen it oh okay i just don't remember yeah Yeah. so the remote
0: detonator uh uh, is broken so basically one person from the team has to stay on that asteroid and manually press the button to explode the nuke Mm. to uh save the world and so uh they draw straws and ben affleck who is bruce willis's daughter's boyfriend who became a fiance right and he he didn't have a good relationship with uh You know, Bruce and Ben. And so Ben drew the, you know, the short straw and Bruce is like, all right, you know what, I'll I'll take you down. You know, so they go down the little elevator and Ben's like, hey, um, tell your daughter I love her, you know, take care of her or whatever. And Bruce is like, okay, And then he he pulls the oxygen mask off of Ben and shoves him back in the elevator, shuts the door. And then uh, he's like, it's my turn now. You go take care of my daughter. And Ben's like, no, this is my job. Like, mm. I pulled the straw. And then he's like, no, I always thought of you as a son. And so he, like, you know, brings the elevator up. And Ben's crying like crazy. And, uh, you know, it, the elevator opens up. And all the all the coworkers see that it's Ben who came back up mm-hmm. and not Bruce. And then, like, that crazy, stubborn mm-hmm. SOB, you know. Yeah. And so – uh, they're trying to get off the rock. Right. And they're, they're getting off the rock and, and, uh, Bruce gets hit by like, you know, a bunch of meteors and he's trying to get to the, the button. And there's like a minute a half left uh, right after this. I'm actually going to uh, put the little clip on it uh, for you guys to hear it, but it's just so epic. And basically like the guy who's uh, driving the, the spaceship is like, now nah, there's too much time. We got to go back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of his buddies is like, no, you know, like give him, give him a minute. He he will, he will get it done. And, uh, you know a couple more seconds go by and he's like we gotta go back and he's like colonel i'm asking you give him one more minute and you know the music's just intense or whatever and then uh you know ben kind of like chimes in and he's just like he'll do it harry doesn't know how to fail and all of a sudden boom he he hits that bun with like one second left his life flashes before his eyes with his little girl and uh and, and, you know, saves the world. But what's epic about that thing was, and I forgot to say, was before he presses the button, he calls his daughter back on Earth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the whole world, I believe the whole world's watching or whatever, but everyone in, like, the, the NASA is watching it. And he talks to his little girl, and what was so sad is he basically says, hey, honey, you know how I promised that I would come home? I'm going to have to break that promise. You know, and then they start crying, and mm-hmm. he's like, I wish I could, you know, walk you down the aisle, but... I'll look after you from time to time. And Bruce Willis is crying. The first movie I've ever seen Bruce Willis cry. And this is the first movie ever that made me tear up. Um, And it was just epic because you shifted your feelings from, dang, Bruce Willis is going to die, saving the world, like I feel bad for him, Mm. to shifting your feeling towards his daughter and go, dang, like, you know what? No, I feel feel sad for her because – she thought her dad was going to come back, and now he's breaking that promise to save the world, but she can't even give him a hug anymore. Yeah. Like, because she was expecting him to come back. So, you feel for her because she doesn't even have a chance to have a real goodbye to her dad because he's talking to her literally like a minute and a half before he, you know, kills himself mm. to save the world. And all that events encompassing is just epic. And uh, I'm going to let you listen in for the next uh, two minutes And uh, what I want you to do is just uh, just envision what's going to happen right now And I want you to check this out Because this is the best uh, scene that I really liked And it's from Armageddon
1: Something's not right, too much time has gone by Zero barriers about to be breached One minute right, Come on, press that button We're going back and do it ourselves Just don't Wait one minute. Dan, we're about to cross the threshold. Come on, Harry, press the button. Colonel, I'm asking you just one more minute. Press the button, Stamper. All oh. right.
0: Harold, do it. I know it.
1: He does not know how to fail.
0: We win, Tracy. Press it. So anyway, like I said, it was an epic, epic scene. So that was my uh, that's my top five uh, favorite crazy sacrifice deaths uh, in movie cinema history. And I wanted to thank you, Klaus, again. Thanks for having me, Jake. And uh, you're going to be on, uh, obviously, in the future. So I really appreciate that. But I wanted to get uh, your opinion uh, when it came to your favorite movie deaths and uh, I'm going to go watch Independence Day because I feel <laughs> yeah. like an idiot not, <laughs> not watch watching it. So, <laughs> Again, thanks again for uh, liking, uh, subscribing, and following on Spotify and your favorite platforms. Uh, this is Duquab. I want you guys to stay safe out there. And
1: like always, stay classy.